Welcome to Encourage Life, a show designed to encourage and equip both men, women, and couples in the everyday things of life. We'll be discussing everything from faith, marriage, health, parenting, fitness, and much more. The premise is this, that you would go through an honest discussion, leave encouraged, and have practical takeaways. My name is Chris Cirillo, along with my incredible wife, Justine. Join us as we start important conversations about the more challenging things of life. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for joining us again. We are going to be talking about a very interesting topic for us, and hopefully it's interesting for you guys. Uh, I personally work for a company uh, that has a field sales model, and so I actually oversee the territory of North Texas and Oklahoma, and I also um, work with some uh, churches throughout the Rocky Mountain region as well. But uh, because of that, I actually spend a week, a month, or more in my territory uh, and working with the incredible churches that I get the uh, opportunity to serve. But as you can imagine, with a lovely wife and two young little boys, that can create a dynamic within your lifestyle that is rather unique. So we thought we would talk about how we handle that as a family. Yeah. And we, so I don't know if you said this, but we live in Oregon. Yeah. We live in Oregon. So I travel. He's flying from Oregon, usually into like Dallas, Texas, um, sometimes other areas, but that's predominantly where He's, Almost always Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> or two, since um, like his actual, the office for the company that he works for is located in Seattle, sometimes he'll be taking trips to Seattle. Like I think mm-hmm. later this month you go to Seattle for a couple days. Yep. Those, so those are typically shorter trips to Seattle. But anyways, yeah, you're traveling at least, you're gone at least five days a month, sometimes more. Yep. But at least that that many. Yep. Um, and so I get asked quite often, I don't know if you do, maybe not, but maybe just because I'm home with the kids that yeah. I get asked it, but I get asked quite often what that looks like and kind of how we manage our marriage, our family, our home, Um so that we're not kind of drowning while he's gone. Yeah. And so we have been doing this schedule for a little bit over a year now because we moved to Oregon. Well, but we've actually been doing that. Yeah. Since April of 2017. Okay. Um, So. Year and a half. Yeah. Year and a half. So. um, And that was a big part of why we wanted to move. To Oregon. I mean, we always, after having Asher, we really wanted to be close to family anyways and be mm-hmm. able to raise him by his cousins and grandparents and just everyone that loves him. Um, but then having a job where Chris travels, it just became um, more important for us to be closer to where we could just have help and um, support. Which we had support in Seattle, but um, more often than not, if we wanted help, we were paying for 
that help. And the paid help we had was phenomenal. Amazing, yes. But, you know, it's always nice to have family. Yeah. You know, to be really close, be able to do life with the people that you love. Yeah. So our hope is that this would just be helpful for other families that uh, maybe have one that travels out of the home every so often. Um, even if it's just, I was just thinking about this the other day, like hunting season is kind of upon us. And so like we have a lot of people in our area that are going hunting right now. We are not a hunting family by any means <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, but my hunting days ended in We have friends and family. 2000. Oh. It's when I got out of the army. Oh, gosh. I, I digress. It's just a bad joke. We'll terrible. carry on. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, but I thought that's, this could be helpful for even them because, you I know, think this, having... some of the stuff that we do is applicable for anybody, even in yeah. just daily life, if you're not traveling. Like, yeah, that's we true. Took, we took a lot of the structure that we had with things that we normally do or ways that we would think about stuff and we just kind of put tighter parameters on it and yeah gave it a name for travel I guess yeah if that makes sense yeah that's true um Um, so to give a little context also um we have always felt like um we will have travel in our life in one way or another and so we realized that, like, we have to figure out how to do that successfully. Uh, it's, our marriage started out with Chris being deployed. And that, that was a uh, different kind of travel than anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, he was gone for three and a half months. And thankfully, we were able to talk most every day, which honestly doesn't happen often in military families. And so that in itself was a huge blessing Um, but we kind of got thrown, I got thrown into this whole different lifestyle that I wasn't expecting. And our first deployment together, we were just dating. You were expecting it. You just weren't prepared for it. Yeah. 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 That's true. It wasn't a surprise. Yeah. The first deployment really threw me for a loop. Like I was, I had a really hard time, um, kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel um, and get, I got really bogged down by the day to day and feeling very overwhelmed and like it was never going to end. But then once it did end, I realized, okay, I can do this. I just need to keep a higher perspective rather than thinking about the day to day. And, you know, in this moment, everything feels overwhelming. And at the time, like, we were just dating when I felt overwhelming. So we didn't have kids. We didn't have a house to take care of. Like, it was just me. And it just felt overwhelming having Chris gone and trying to navigate a relationship with someone overseas. Um, So I learned a lot in that first deployment. Um, The main thing is was just to keep a higher perspective that there is an end that it is not going to be forever um and i think that that helps a lot in our um travels now just recognizing that god is helping me through this that uh one there was one thing that i always um during the second deployment which was way easier for me like emotionally was I always would say just to myself, 
just as like a gentle reminder, I would say this is the day that the Lord has made and I will rejoice and be glad in it. And so just really shifting my perspective from one of like feeling overwhelmed or uh, frustrated or even depressed at times to know God has made this day and it is going to be good. And I'm going to recognize the good in it, even if it's the tiniest thing that like I get to drink a cup of hot coffee (laughs) or something Mm -hmm. just very small, but like just having a, a shift in our perspective can really change how we experience anything in life. Yep. I think. So, um, yeah. did you have anything to add to that? I feel like that was kind of long winded. <laughs> That's okay. That's no, good. Um, yeah, I think deployment really prepared us. Um, but that's not because... to say that, like, if you haven't gone through something, that you're not prepared. Like God prepares you for what he is bringing you to and bringing you through. So like, even though we have had a couple of deployments that we kind of got some crash course experience in travels and how to kind of have a relationship long distance for short periods of time, just because you haven't maybe had those experiences yet does not mean that God has like, God prepares you for what he, um, calls you to do and calls you through. So yep. rest in that, I guess. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good stuff. Um, I, I agree 100%. It's, you, you don't need to, um, well, I mean, everybody starts somewhere. Totally, right? and yeah. we made it through our deployment, not because we had been through yeah. And a deployment previously, but mm-hmm. because God's grace is amazing. And yeah. Um, so, um, and, and we knew kind of exiting the military too. We had some people kind of speaking to us um, and just, you know, uh, maybe seeing that we had a calling on our life to just, um, that, that may include travel or different things like that. And so we just kind of had it in our hearts that. Uh, you know, life will probably include a lot of that. And um, so, yeah, basically, um, I think it'd be good to kind of break this down into two segments. Okay. So the first one is like, how do we, how do we prepare and or execute mentally, like um, going into it as well as like during the days, like what are Mm -hmm. we thinking about? How are we keeping perspective? And then like the second half to do like practical stuff like what are we what are we actually doing like what what helps the days what What, you know how do we keep the family together how do we love each other like through being apart and all that stuff Mm -hmm. um so i think um i think with anything that you do in life uh you need to be both an optimist and a pessimist most people would call that a realist, but I think realists are just kind of like apathetic. Whereas I think if you're both an optimist and a pessimist, you're going to expect that there are going to be some really tough times, but know that you're going to make the best out of them. And so oh, I think good. going into like travel, I would say you probably do this really, really well. It's like, you just know it's going to be really tough with two boys. Mm-hmm. Like, 
and that you're not surprised when your day is really tough. Yeah. Like you don't go into it with like, okay, I got it. This is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Like we're going to, it's going to be an amazing day. We're going to do all these things. You make these plans and they fall apart and your world falls apart. Sure. Like that doesn't happen because you, you just know it's going to be tough and that you're going to have an amazing day and you're going to be blessed even in the midst of it being tough. Yeah. I would say. Because it's like the reality is we have a two and a half year old that some days are good and some days aren't. I think that's just the age of two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also we're potty training him. So there's that. And then we have a six yeah, month old that. that is teething. So there's just a lot of variables. And so I just try to really put my expectations very low and not expect to like go do a bunch of things or get a whole lot done other than like we're gonna get fed we're gonna get dressed for the day we're gonna try to go outside and that's about it like for much longer i know yeah weather's getting bad interesting (laughs) yeah yeah and I think it's important too, like to um, manage. I mean, you're you're guarding your heart more than anything. I think we're talking about managing attitudes, but guarding your heart, I think, is key. And for me, you know, I love my job. Mm-hmm. Like I love love my job, um, but being away is hard for any husband and father. And so sometimes you can feel like, oh, man, I don't want to go away again. But I think remembering, for me, like the perspective of the churches that I get to serve and the Mm -hmm. communities that uh, we can help have an impact on and the things that we're doing, Mm -hmm. that excites me and it kind of reminds me of why I'm doing what I'm doing. If I had a crappy job that I didn't like, leaving my family would be a non-option. I'd probably quit. Um so having a perspective of why I'm doing what I'm doing, I think helps me to leave my family and not be depressed. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, f- so at home, how are you guys maintaining perspective and guarding your heart and attitudes? Well, I thought that was so good about guarding your heart. Because I think um, for me, it can be easy to go to a place of like poor me or um, like I can't believe that he's leaving us again or you know I have to do this all on my own and he gets to go because there is like especially for me being at home like the idea of you being able to go on a plane and just have some quiet <laughs> sleep in <laughs> a bed with, <laughs> without uh being woken yeah you know just like those simple things like traveling for work sounds like a dream to me sometimes because i'm home with the kids all day and uh now that asher's not really napping a lot we we still try to do like quiet time and stuff but there's not a lot of downtime in my days anymore mm-hmm. um and then, I mean, Solomon only wakes like once at night, but it's still, I'm still not getting like a full night's sleep. So just those little things of like, oh, must be nice that he gets to go and have some time to himself. You know, it, it could be really, really easy if I wasn't um, 
very intentional about guarding my heart to go to a place where I begin to resent Chris, Mm -hmm. resent what he's doing. And that does no good for anybody. Because if I am in that kind of bitter place, then Chris is going to feel that. He's not going to do as good at his job while he's down Mm -hmm. in Texas, which um, then that affects everything else. And then the kids always, like any moms know that kids totally uh, like pick up on your attitude. So Mm -hmm. um, they're going to feel that too. And it's just going to make like cause even more stress and frustration on a situation that already isn't like the easiest So just really um, being intentional and diligent about guarding my heart and recognizing like the amazing opportunity that we have that I am able to stay home with the kids. Like that has always been such a dream for me to be able to um, stay at home when we have, when we start a family. And so just having the ability to do that in and of itself is such a huge blessing. And then also too, like if I am not here, like helping with the kids and the house and everything that doesn't allow Chris to go and do his job. Well, if I'm not supporting him in the way that he needs it, then he, like we said, like you would have a really hard time. And like when you're in these meetings that you're in, you would, you would just be thinking about, yeah, all of the frustration or, you know, yeah. all the turmoil. Yeah, you don't want to have trouble in paradise while you're trying to, <laughs> like, serve people. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, you won't... I think perspective, uh, as we talk about perspective, too, it's, like, it's good to remember um, other little things. Like, when I don't want to travel, I got to remind myself, like, hey, I get to work from home for you know two or three weeks a month and that's an amazing blessing that other people don't have and then you know just communicating too because part part of it too is like you know justine uh the devil can really easily get into her mind and start like pulling her in a direction she doesn't need to go um you know and in you know content contempt uh and like bitterness and i think as i communicate too like you know making sure that she knows that it's it's not all fun and games being away from your family like yeah (laughs) you know like it's it's hard to sleep in a hotel room and Mm -hmm. you know i run myself ragged and when i get home i feel like i need a vacation and it's like (laughs) diving back into um family life and so like good communication in your marriage can take you a long ways too Mm -hmm. um and just having that perspective too of of kind of what you get to do she gets to be a stay-at-home mom which is like makes her heart as happy as anything in the world would Mm -hmm. and i get to work from home you know two or three weeks a month that makes my heart happy as well and those are things that are a result of my travel um Mm -hmm. producing for us in a way that we need so yeah so um, just keeping the like perspective yep let's uh let's talk practical so some of the things that we do um there's an amazing new little app 
that um, <laughs> I found out about from my boss and our team at work actually has like a channel where we do this but it's called Marco Polo so it's if anyone's ever used the the app Voxer um, where you can actually like send voice messages to people and you can actually start listening to it as they're still like recording it's like a walkie talkie kind of kind of yeah but it's closer to real time um, so it's mm-hmm. like it, it's like this app kind of puts you in the in between between the real time of FaceTime and the delay of sending a video message via text. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a great way to just pop on, you know, send a send a little um, hello or say something to the kids or whatever, and they can watch it, um, and then they can send something back, and I can just watch it at my leisure, or I can watch it real time as they're sending it to me mm-hmm. if I'm sitting there. Um, and I have the chance. And so that's yeah. been really cool. Which when you do have like a free minute or something, we do try to like hop on FaceTime. Yep. Just to say, hey, because you're, well, for one, Texas is two hours ahead of us. So your schedule is a little bit off from ours anyway. So sometimes like we don't even really get to connect like in the evening or what have you. So just we try to take advantage of any small little nugget of time that we do have where we can just pop on like while you're grabbing yep. uh, lunch at Whole Foods or something and say, hey, how's it going? And that just helps us here at home to kind of yeah. break up the day of like... Even if it's two minutes. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. It's like sometimes they'll call me and I'm just like in the middle of driving somewhere or getting ready to go somewhere or yeah. between meetings and I've got two minutes mm-hmm. and I'll just talk and yeah. FaceTime and it's like... You know, rather than most people, I think, would say, hey, I've only got two minutes, so, you know, we can talk later. But I know those two minutes are precious, so I'll give yeah. it. I'll give it. And, uh, you know, even if it's only two minutes, then we'll call it a day and talk later. And and that's also one thing we do is we try to really, like, manage our expectations or, like, mm-hmm. my expectations of when I'm going to hear from you. So, like, yeah. we'll try to – I'll try to – ask him like, Hey, what does tomorrow look like? So that I know for sure these times he's in meetings. Sometimes those meetings go longer or they go, they move into like a lunch or a dinner also. Mm -hmm. Um, but I at least know kind of like these times I'm for sure not going to hear from him. And then he can also say like, I'll be, I'll be done for the day by probably this time. So we can at least, you know, chat for a little bit. At that point. But and then I'm not expecting to hear from you or like expecting to try to chat about something when yeah. it's like not realistic. Well, and, and I also like, if I'm going to be away from my family, I want to maximize it. Mm-hmm. So my schedules are usually packed solid when I'm yeah. there. And it's like, I have one meeting on one side of Dallas, Fort Worth and I finished that and it's a 45 minute drive to the next one. And then I'm in that and then I mm-hmm. drive to the next one. It's like, I have three meetings, four meetings a day, um, with, you know, four hours of driving between and I'm just maximizing it. Cause if I'm going to take time away from my family, it better be productive time. <laughs> yeah. And so that also, you know, you have to have good expectations in that because you need to know that I'm not sitting around all day waiting to, to <laughs> yeah. FaceTime, you know, in reality totally. and like that, Hey, we'll catch each other when we can, because mm-hmm. I'm actually honoring you guys yeah. by 
working really, really hard while totally. I'm away. Yeah. Um, well, and that's another that's thing too. You'll to say like, I'll be in the car for this half hour. So I'll try to call you then. But then yeah. also too, you're all a lot of times on other phone calls for work. <laughs> well, so doing the hustle it, dance. Yeah. Know? I think that's the biggest thing is like, I just know, and this is something that we like, I don't know if we like started out talking about it or I just, it just kind of like happened as time went on and we kind of learned how, how these trips went. But I just know that these trips, he's going to have a lot going on. And so I'm not expecting to hear from him a whole lot. If it is, it's very light conversations. If there's something that like happens here or Mm -hmm. something that I'm working through emotionally or spiritually, like I do not bring that to Chris during that week. Unless it's urgent. Yeah. 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 Clearly if it's... Yeah. You're always open. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And willing to hear me out if I really need it. But if it's something that can wait at all, then I just... What I'll actually do is I'll have like two notes in my phone. One will be like just like fun things throughout the day that I wanted to tell him about. But then the other note will be like anything that's like really like weighing on my heart or mind that I want to just like sit down and talk to him about when he gets back. Because like while he is working, he just has to kind of be in the zone. And I understand that. And I guess that was kind of, well, I was going to say kind of the way it was with deployment, but we still had good conversations. There were definitely days where it was like, I'm not going to be talking to you about something because your day was already intense. Yeah. But. And there's things you just can't talk about. Yeah. And that's true. So it's like, mm-hmm. but similar. Yeah. Um, But so I just, yeah, make sure that I am not bringing anything that's like big and going to kind of weigh on his mind when he needs to be focused on the work that he's doing. So I'll just like make a little note of it in my phone so that, I mean, usually if it's something that's weighing on me, I'm not going to forget about it and we'll end up talking about it when he gets home. But I really make a point to not bring up big conversations while he's away. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, I think it's good. Um, I would say, is there anything you want to add before we kind of talk about like how we finish trips and like get back to normal um no i don't think so i'm trying to think if there's like anything else that i mean so like a couple of small things i guess that really do make a big difference because actually um had a friend the other day that her husband um was gone for a few days for work and she was like, how do, how are you not just wiped out by the end of the day? And so there's kind of a couple of things. I am very aware of how I um, gain energy and how I lose energy. So I would consider myself um, an extroverted introvert in that I can make conversation with people easily and I don't have a problem like going out of my way to talk to new people or or, um, just being friendly with people. But 
So that would, you know, be like the extroverted side, but that doesn't like give me energy. It takes a lot of energy from me to do that. Um, and so that would be like where the introverted side of me would come into play in that, um, I really am like rejuvenated and, um, what would like re-energized mm-hmm. by like quiet time, alone time, like reading, journaling, just like very peaceful, um, with or without the kids secluded no, thing. I mean, I don't really have a choice <laughs> right now, <laughs> but I try to, alone. yeah, completely alone <laughs> when I can, you know, just take a few minutes. But so knowing that about myself, I try to not plan a whole lot of activities during that week that Chris is gone because I know that when four o'clock hits, I, I don't have the help that I normally would when Chris is home. Mm-hmm. So I have to go through the whole day with just the kiddos. So I just really make sure I manage my energy levels. Um, and one of those things includes eating good. And that's something that's really simple but that makes such a big difference to me mm-hmm. um, in that, like, I, I can really tell when I am, like, wiped out by the afternoon. I know, okay, I it's because I ate this or this either the night before or for lunch. And that might sound funny, but it's not. Like, food can be, like, really energizing for you or it can be really... Real deal. Yeah, like, draining for you. So, I make sure that I am, like, eating as good and clean as possible because I want to keep my energy levels up to be able to be the best supportive wife for Chris and the best mom for our kids. Um yeah, so I those are just like two like smaller type of things, but I try to just really manage my energy um, as much as possible. Yeah, that's good. The nutrition is huge, and and that's big for me while I'm gone. You probably heard Justine a few minutes ago mention Whole Foods, but I eat at Whole Foods a lot while I'm gone because I want to stay healthy mm-hmm. while I'm gone. And um, I want to come back healthy. You know, when you're flying on a plane with a bunch of crazy people, (laughs) you you really never know what you're going to run into. And so nutrition is huge, especially if you're dealing with time changes and things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, So I would say, you know, some of the stuff that I, I do or try to do, you know, we don't come at this from having it all figured out or being perfect in any of these areas that we're talking about. We struggle in all of them. Yeah. Um, but it's working really well for us as we've tried to navigate and keep our um, our mind set on these things that we're talking about. But one of the things I try to do as much as possible is help out in every possible way that I can and take um, at, at least Asher away from Justine to go do stuff alone um, the days leading up to when I leave mm-hmm. so she can have some time. Like today, we went to an Oregon Duck football game mm-hmm. and he went to his first game. Yeah. He had a blast. So cute. Um, but then really all she had was Solomon so that during his nap time, she could have some real downtime. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I get home, I try to do my very best to like 
shut everything off and go into dad mode because I get home on a Friday usually so I can transition right into the weekend and I can shut all the electronics off, mm-hmm. phones off, and we go into usually a very hands-on weekend mm-hmm. um, where you know dad is now here able to take over as much as possible. Um, yeah. And really, I think that helps us just kind of settle back into life together. First and foremost, me as a dad trying to get back into the rhythm of being a dad mm-hmm. and being a husband. Um, but I think for the kids, too, having me just kind of swing right back in and pick up as if nothing changed. And, yeah. you know, I think it's really healthy for for Asher, at least, because he's mm-hmm. old enough to to know. But Yeah, and super helpful for me, too. Just, you know, having you just, like, come right back into... Yeah. your place in our family and because it would be so easy like i said it earlier i feel like i need a vacation when mm-hmm. i come home from these trips like i'm i'm wrecked i'm tired um traveling definitely takes it out of you mm-hmm. um and being face to face with people for a week straight um you wow. know and and being really just intentional with your language and, and your conversations with those people, like yeah, most people know that that ends up becoming quite exhausting in the best of ways. Um, it's incredible, but it's tiring nonetheless. And so when I get home, my desire would be to lay on the couch and watch football <laughs> or a movie or, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, but I just can't go there. And... I'll get a good night's sleep um, or two over the weekend, mm-hmm. and it'll be reset, ready to rock and roll on Monday, but I just can't go there. I need to honor my family in, uh, you know, realizing that we are all just as tired as the yeah. other one, right? Yeah. Like, And we just make sure to communicate with each other, like, if by the end of the week I'm like babe, I just need like a couple minutes, even just in our bedroom. Like, you know, like if you get home and I'm like, I just need a couple minutes to take a breath before like we move on to the next thing or whatever, or just like, yeah, we just make sure that we're communicating how we're feeling and really being understanding of the other one. It's not easy on either of us to have this kind of schedule so we just make sure that we are talking to each other and just saying hey how are you doing and really just trying to serve one another wherever we can so that it makes it kind of an easy transition back yeah yeah so then I'll also along with that like when he comes home um I'll try to keep tabs on maybe what things in our daily routine have changed a little bit because with the two and a half year old things change rather quickly as far as likes and dislikes and emotions and all of that yeah 10 minutes ago he liked avocado and now he does not (laughs) Um. so i want to make chris's transition back into 
the dad and the leader of our home the easiest possible, which means that I need to let him know if there's been any little changes that have happened so that Asher is not melting down to Chris because Chris is doing it a way that Asher doesn't like. Yeah, which is typical. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. I changes it before I talk to him every time. (laughs) Switches it up on me. Yeah. So just little things like um, that will make such a big difference in um, us transitioning back to being family as a whole. And we try to do even just a family walk, if possible, the afternoon you get back so that we can just try to reconnect and decompress from the whole week. It just feels good to kind of get outside and just take a breath yeah, and feel complete again as a family. And yeah. So, I don't know. Just all little things that I think really help us to um, make it as successful as possible in every aspect. Yeah, totally. I think that, like, whether you travel or not, like, what I would, I I guess, recap from today that you would take away would be, you know, manage manage expectations. Don't be... um, a realist, quote unquote, be an optimist, <laughs> but be a pessimist in the sense that like know what you're up against and know what you will probably run into and decide ahead of time how you're going to respond because I think that's huge. Mm-hmm. Once you've decided how you're going to respond, it makes it a lot easier in the moment, in the heat of it, to decide the decision that you actually want. Um, I would say then uh, not only manage expectations um, but manage your attitude and, and keep, the, uh, keep things in mind that um, provide a good perspective, like the fact that I get to stay home and work from home the rest yeah. of the time, that she gets to be a stay-at-home mom, which is totally. what she loves. Yeah. Like, um, then the third thing would be communicate, 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 like as <laughs> yeah. a couple. And if you don't have all the time in the world to communicate like two minute FaceTimes here and there, like figure out ways to make sure you talk about the things you need to like Mm -hmm. take notes, whatever it is. And we actually, the note taking thing started, um, outside of traveling. It started while I was home because Mm -hmm. she used to text me stuff during the day (laughs) and I'm like, babe, I just, I can't think about this. Even when you Uh, were like, weren't working at home when you were in the office. Yeah. When I was in the office, like (laughs) I I can't think about this, like take a note. We'll talk about it at 7 PM. (laughs) Like don't. don't. And so like, these are practical things that I think anybody can use. Um, and so I would encourage you guys, um, to, to do that, to, Check your attitude, uh, your expectations, communicate really well. And then I would say just um, don't have self-pity. So when I come home and I'm tired, dive back into being a dad. Dive back into being a really good husband. Uh, When she's here at home, like, don't have Mm self-pity about, you know, me being, you know, uh, on a trip and doing all these things when... Really, that's that's kind of half truth in terms of. It's like, easy the, to glamorize something. Yeah. Like yeah, that's perfect. Word. Almost like 
I don't know. This is might be a funny example, but like when I was maybe in high school or after and like you break up with a boyfriend and you like are done with them. And then a few months later, like, oh, but there's this quality and that. Like you only think about what are like the good things rather than like what are the terrible things about it. (laughs) And so the same thing with like traveling, like, oh, it sounds so nice to get away and have some quiet time. Well, no, like you're stuck in this airplane with tons of other people like that's the last place you want to be the last thing you want to do is be sleeping in a hotel bed well and i'm an extrovert so (laughs) so five days alone yeah as apart from meetings where i don't know people yeah is actually really tough yeah (laughs) like it's very lonely um so those are things that yeah i think perspective is key totally so Hopefully this was encouraging for you guys. That is our goal. Um, Again, we don't have it all figured out, but we've got a few things that are working for us, and hopefully it is helpful for you, whether you travel or not. Um, And as always, uh, if this was good for you, uh, please share it with a friend, someone that you think might enjoy it or benefit from it, and uh, feel free to leave us a review. And... Uh, pop on those five stars on iTunes if you're feeling like we're worthy. Uh, we really appreciate it. Helps other people hear this and um, get a little bit more encouragement in their lives. So, yeah. thanks for listening. Till next time. See you later. Bye.